Welcome to Teachable Moments, episode 30. This is Novid Hollerback. We're at part three of rational male positive masculinity and religion. This is the moment where everything changes. And it is very important for all of us to go through what we are about to state. I just want to give one final warning to everyone listening on this particular show about the nature of the things we are about to mention here on this teachable moment. As I have stated, and I will continue to state throughout this whole program and the many parts and aspects of this particular program and its specials. These are observations. These observations are neutral. They're not here to start a pogrom. They're not here to start any hatred towards women. They're not here to start any bullshit against men. It is an observation from decades of research that has been collected by Tomasi, by Tessarian, by Greer, and by others surrounding these particular issues, but some of it are also my experiences in life. Do not take it as gospel. All of these are observations. But I'm going to make this one thing clear, and it will forever be particularly important. Make this gospel, make this for the rest of your lives, wherever in the spectrum you are. No adult thing when it comes to hormones, when it comes to breast forms, all these other things concerning sexual changes, sexual reassignment surgery, or any such thing of that nature should be ever be discussed with anyone under the age of 18 years old. Beyond that day, an adult is an adult. In this country, and that person can make their own decisions outside of that day. There is no reason for any such adult actions unless that particular child has a condition that needs that replacement therapy. There cannot be any particular reason any sort of thing should be started on that level. It is all a part of a child's trying to understand oneself. But we need to understand, as adults, our complicity in the actions of destroying men 
and their masculinity and women and their femininity. And all of this needs to be discussed in terms of a neutral space, which this is. Everything that I say now deals with adults, not children. This is not meant for children. Anyone that is under 18 should stop now listening to this. This deals with very extremely dark topics. And it is my suggestion and my hope that those that are listening to this do not consider me any particular way or nature because whatever I do in my personal life is private. Whatever anyone does in their life is private, sexually or otherwise. But we have reached a point in our society that we are going to suffer a dislocation that will lead into the end of mankind's existence within the next 50 years. And I am trying to have a family that will at least last longer than this. So humanity, so it is my concern now that this has to be said because our generation has fucked up immensely and we need to know why. So this is the reason why I am doing did this teachable moment dirty. So, as I begin, I mentioned that morning. I want to start off with a quote from black misogynist, chauvinist, excuse me. And it's called Reality Check to Single Women. This is his quote from Twitter. Even as straight men, if I were so inclined to date, hook up with a transsexual woman, it is almost expected that she, given the single woman's innate narcissism and entrenched self-righteousness, would the transsexual woman treat a real man better than you as a single woman would have done as a real woman? That was from Black Chauvinist. Simple quote. I'm going to tell you a story. And it deals with two people that live in the South, and I both know them. And the reason why I'm telling you this story is to showcase different aspects of life, different realities of what things are and how one in life experiences his culture and his understanding of where he belongs in this world. It was someone I knew who lived 
North Carolina. And there was another person that I also knew that lived in South Carolina. Both of them are at the same age now. 26 and 27, respectively. But I both talked to them. One is more in the hood. The other is more into the leftist style of living. They didn't really see the North. One of the females loved the cities. When they came here and they said they wanted to live here. There was a time that the young woman and I met. It was nice. She was here for a concert. And it was really nice to see. Things were different then. We talked, we walked throughout the streets. Everybody was happy. It wasn't a date. It wasn't a date. It was just friends talking. I understood what, looking back on how women behave. There were some moments there that I watched. I wasn't too worried about it. The man, the young man and I talked. It is what it was. They were good, nice, decent people in the end of the analysis. I don't know what has happened to them now. I don't know if their culture has made them, if our culture has made them more explicitly militant as things have come on. But the time that I met them, they were nice people. They enjoyed themselves in this city. And looking back at the things that I saw, it was kind of sad in a way, but it was a learning experience for me. A learning experience in the sense that how one began to see themselves. In one sense, aspects of what happened at that day began the process into reaching this particular episode of Teachable Moments and what has led me into this particular moment. Because after today, we ain't going to discuss this anymore because it is important for us to understand how we got here. This woman had a boyfriend at the time. And now realizing the things that I have learned, there are some things that could have been a little bit different, but there was such a thing as honor, and there still is, because I was raised by a father, and I knew how he treated my mother, sometimes with the great respect that he deserved, she did, and I did the same thing. Respect all the way. But respect can only go so far. What type of 
communication I was giving off. Looking back. This is not to dismiss her <coughs> or to put hate on her, all those other things, but we knew each other for many years before we actually met, which this makes it a little bit different. And this is not to demean her at all, but there was one particular picture that kind of said, I need to put a little bit of distance friendly distance. This is where the form of respect is without knowing the full story. And I know that she has gone through a lot of stuff, so I'm not going to mention it here, but there was a picture one of those days and it shocked me when I saw it. It was like the New Yorker magazine, but way worse. It was a tragedy to witness. And then knowing what happened in her life and knowing how nice it was for her to be out of that place and into something different to see what a man looks like and acts behave, I could have done more, but you understand she had a boyfriend at that time. So we kept things in a distance. But if I knew what I knew now, I would have been a little bit more aggressive, but still respectively have a distance. You understand what I'm trying to say? But just using it as an example, and she's not to be made an example, but you have to understand a lot of the things that happen in her life have caused her to go against things that, and say things that is not even really in her, to be honest with you. But that picture I saw way back when, still in my mind, is this what millennial women truly are about? Now to talk about the one from Danville. I knew this person when she was 20. From the time she's 20, she's 26. I knew her about six years. We met once, we didn't do anything. We talked mostly on the social media channels. She decided to become an escort. But through her escorting in Danville and the money that she made over the last six years and being connected in the hood and all the rest of it, understanding what the hood does and all the rest of these things was her only fan account that she recently pointed put it out about half a year ago, maybe closer to two years. She made enough money to first buy herself a Ford 
Mustang. And then also to buy herself later on a Mercedes AMG. The newest, one of the newer ones, 2018, I believe. This is all escorting and OnlyFans, folks. She's a transgendered woman. She also has her own apartment. I'm not going to demean anybody at this particular point because we are here to observe. We're not here to condemn. We're not here to get angry. We are just here to observe these things. The other friend that lived in North Carolina has been working off and on in a certain store. Well, video game store, as it were. When the pandemic kicked, she lost a job for a little bit, but has been looking for a job recently. I believe she has a job now. She can only afford a Toyota Corolla and can only recently afford a, 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 an apartment only recently. And I'm not sure if she still has that apartment because she's still talking about all these particular political things that are not helping her and are causing her even more distress. Whereas a transgendered woman has an apartment, has a new car, is connected to friends in the community, takes care of their children in the community, does no silly shit with that. And respects herself and respects men that respects her. Whereas the other woman, 27 now, goes on Facebook and starts arguing with men all the live long day. And talks about her depression and all the rest of it. I want y'all to think about this. And ask yourself this question. Who do you want as a mother? If you're ready to have children, you're 35 years old pretty much, and you're ready to have children, who would you rather have children with? If you already have a child, and the woman doesn't have the child, and the other one doesn't have a child, who do you already have a child? Who do you want to have a child with? Who do you want to have your son be raised by, have the feminine energy to be raised by? A transgendered woman who's worked in porn, who's never escorted, make this clear, is a better mother than most millennial mothers, Gen Z mothers, and generations afterwards are right now. Now, I know that you are saying bullshit. You with the gig. You with the motherfuckers. No, folks. 
I'm not with the motherfuckers. I'm not with anybody. I told you this was an observation, folks. We have to save the other woman. We have to save her. You have put woman on a pedestal. She does not belong. Have anybody seen Kevin Samuels? Have anybody seen her? Seen it? When he changed tactics and started showing how hubristic and soulistic black women are? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? If you haven't seen it, then understand that you in bigger trouble than y'all realize. This is what y'all, this is what the game has become. It shouldn't have to be this way. But we have women in this world that blame transgenderism for the continuation of the patriarchy. None of that is true. None of it is true. The trans exclusionary feminists have existed since the mid 19, well, since the late 1960s. They have existed since then. We have records of this since then. Records. The Japanese, the Hindus had stories about this, how men have outpaced women in the very things that make femininity, femininity. They have told you stories about it. We have cultures out there, the wars. Pakistan, the Katoys of Bangkok, the Barochoti, Native American tribes, the Mooks of Mexico. Do we have to keep going? No, we don't have to keep going. Why am I solemn? Because I'm solemn because I feel sorry for the state of womanhood in my own generation today. And in many ways, I have to blame my mother's generation for allowing this thing to happen. And in many ways, I have to blame other generations for letting this continue to fester. Yeah, sure. Other generations were successful with their own women in trying to get women into, into a certain place where they could be married, have children, all the rest of it. 
localized sexual marketplace. Don't worry about what they did in the rest of the rest of the cities and the rest of the world. We have a localized sexual marketplace. These women are there. It was the game. We have the game, but now we have a globalized sexual marketplace. We have the fem the genocracy that has been rolling around for 60 years. Blaming men, shaming men, doing all this. And then in a surprise, there was a letter. There was a letter written in a transgendered magazine back in 1977. Lady click letter, as it were. It was written by a person by the name of Angela Douglas from Berkeley. It's a reprinted from Sister from the August, September 1977 magazine. It states, Dear Sister, in regards to the Sandy Stone controversy, Genetic women, Jennies, as they used to call them, had never had to suffer discrimination, self-hatred, or fear that a transgender must endure in order to survive in their lives. Genetic women are not ridiculed as severely killed, tortured, and arrested simply because they were transgender, as are transgenders. Genetic women have many rights, in comparison to transgenders who have basically none. Genetic women cannot possess the special courage, brilliant sensitivity, and compassion that overview that derives from the experience of being transgender. Free from the chains of menstruation and childbearing, transgender women have obviously far superior from Jennies in many ways. As some of you have discovered, because of the severity of the genocidal attitudes we must deal with in all our lives, Many transgendered have learned how to fight without giving any quarter or showing any mercy. Genetic women are becoming obsolete, which is obvious, and the future belongs to transgender women. We know this, and perhaps some of you suspect it. All you have is left is your ability, quote-unquote, to have spare children. And in a world where we will grow to $6 billion in 2000, that is a negative aspect. This, to many people, have said rantings of a crazy person. Okay, I understand. We deal with crazy people every day. But what was she put in quotes? Ability. I want you to look at the quote, the quote I just said, ability. She put it in quotes, the ability. Do you know what you see in the mainstream media today? Childbirth as a punishment. This transgendered woman did not put that punishment on y'all, on females. 
It is you women, the transgender, the turf feminist, trans exclusionary feminist, who put that as the radical form of hatred of men, have put the whole issue of childbirth as half of, oh, we have, we want the children, but it's a burden to us. Michael Tessarian via his Otto Weinberger Verger site and Dragon Mother have already told you that these women don't know what they want. A lesbian that hates men, hates men, regardless. They don't care about our futures. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? They do not care. They follow the elite of the world. That's what the trend, that's what the turf is. That's what the Jenny is. They follow the elite of the world right to their graves. Make that gospel, folks. If there's anything you want to take from this shit, make this gospel. They follow the elite of the world. They will never follow a man and they will never desire a man, period. Make that gospel. They run the motherfucking industries in this fucking country. They do not care about no black man, about no white dude, about no Hispanic dude, about no Asian dude. They care only about the elites of the world. And they do whatever the elites tell them to. So if they say, Go after the transgender. They are destroying what makes womanhood womanhood. But at the same time, say, we was They was talking the way that we talk in order for them to have a chance to even be seen to us. You motherfuckers. You motherfuckers keep playing yourselves into thinking that you're going to turn a turf into a housewife. You're going to turn a feminist into a housewife. And then they come up and say in their Instagrams, oh my, this man, the confidence, the standard day. They don't know what they want. Because they're gonna come a certain time and say, oh, maybe it was rude, and it will come too late. And then they'll go ask the government to say, oh, we need these men who are single to come and impregnate me. But you were the motherfuckers at 25 saying that pregnancy is a burden. You were the same ones. Same ones attacking transgendered women. Eh? 
saying they were continuing the patriarchy and convincing some of them You had to ask back in the 1970s the gay liberation movement into trying to tell the transgender not to enter into their space. But you still hated all the men regardless. Still playing the bullshit to today. How can you say you care about the power of what women have but you hate the motherfuckers they give you the opportunity to even have that same idea you think you believe in the concept of parthenogenesis are you motherfuckers mad Even the feminist books out there still needs an agitator, still needs a male in order to have the things they want to produce. That's, this is the problem that you have to understand about transgenderism. And I'm going to make it real clear to all of you on why the LGBT community exposed y'all motherfuckers. They exposed y'all motherfuckers because the day your women on mass decided that men ain't shit. The gay liberation movement came up and said, I will be the sealer of the vacuum. I will release the vacuum. And the disaffected males, the disaffected beta males, I will find a way to convince them through the actions of going through all these places and whatnot that sex can be liberating. Since they don't want to do the right thing and have children and all the rest of these things. I will free some of the beta males who are curious, who are sexualized and all the rest of these things. And I will free them from the hubris of these feminists and those that believe in that feminism. The transgender did the exact same thing too, but the ways that have been done before throughout history. I will become better than all the females out there. I will become what Salvador Dali said, the most beautiful woman in the world. I will become more feminine than even females will want to admit. A woman who isn't scared of their femininity wouldn't be going, I get, wouldn't even put in her mention any sort of transgender woman over her. The fact that she has to be afraid of a transgender woman me, means 
that she is afraid of her own femininity. A genetic woman is afraid of her own femininity. It's over when that happens. Because a woman who's not afraid of her femininity wouldn't even entertain the thought of anybody trying to copy from her. She already knows who she is. She can just say, eh, whatever. That takes real power and real constitution. And a lot of our millennial women and some Gen Zers and a lot in the next generation will not even entertain that notion. Will not even entertain that thought. One small aside concerning pornography before we continue with this. Let us really understand the success of pornography with the internet and how it exploded. We had Ed's Hamster, Ed's videos. We had Ed's Tube. We had Pornhub, obviously. Motherless. We had a couple of others, but the earliest one I recall was Green Guys. And he pretty much put down a list of those videos out there. And since there wasn't so much of a copyright issue too much with it. And then there was the rise of the websites dealing with women and all the rest of it. It was everywhere. It was ubiquitous. But in that particular sense... Something interesting I saw. Something really interesting I saw. In the early millennial late Gen Etzer and very late boomer generations concerning pornography. There was a sense that... It was quiet tones. It was respectable discussions around this. There were honest realities about what pornography was. I saw it in different ways and in different sense. But there reached a point where Aspects of it got a little bit too comfortable even for my taste. I'm talking about mostly straight works. It got a little bit too comfortable. And in that little bit too comfort, even though there were some issues concerning with how much money was being spent, how much money they were losing from the lack of DVD and Blu-ray sales... There was a point where there was a comfort zone. 
And the mainstream exploited this in order, one, to try to see what they can do with the internet and see the connections there, and two, to see what other types of media demographics they could exploit because they weren't doing too hot with men even as very early as the late 1980s they weren't doing too well with men even though it started to get down in earnest in 93 let's be honest here they were making more money with women and they needed to bring more women into the table so sets in the city was one of the ideas they had and Try to bring about the sets in the city lifestyle. Another thing was this team mom and get the controversy going. Another thing was to bring other particular things as well. With fat acceptance, BBWs, BDSM with 50 Shades of Grey, transgenderism with the rise of Alana Starr and the Groovy Girls. Uh, which ContraPoints is a failed groupie uh, actress in, in certain sense, as it were, and many other particular things as well. You have to understand that in the end of the analysis, Rolo Tomasi posted a picture of both Alana Starr and Buck Angel. Their statue is in a major metropolitan museum. No porn star. Heterosexual or otherwise. Has something of that nature in any museum anywhere outside of Alana Star and Buck Angel. I want y'all to think about that real deeply. Whether people like it or they don't, the heterosexual actresses made the most money before and since. But there's a lot of angels that has a statue. I just want y'all to think about that. I want you to really think about what that really means. Paul Tomasi also stated in the start of the first book that most women want to have the same power as men. want to become more masculinized. Want to become what they're not. Because they think they can get sexual assets, sexual respect, respect as human beings, all the rest of it. If they just act more masculine, perceive themselves as more masculine, Go into more masculine trades. Go into 
all other dick go into masculine spaces and all such things as well. But from my notes, I want to explain something that Tomasi continued his dart from that first part of his first book. And he continued his dart and made some sort of conclusion about that. This is in the early chapters. How come there is the concept of individualism, unique snowflake, when the concept of the blank slate exists? The idea that gender is a construct comes from both a blank state concept, but uses the aforementions of a more evolved state when they can also choose their gender. While equalism cannot do is separate functional value from potential value, we don't want men, but we need men. Essentially, women of this era are alpha males with breasts and a vagina. So, feminism is an attempt to minimize the feminine submissive instinct through social indoctrination to enable women to ruthlessly exploit the male protective instinct. That's what he said in the early chapters of religion. What does this mean in the context of what we are talking about? Hmm? want you to think about it. Kevin Samuels has been saying it to his audience, and they're just going blind, saying, what does this all mean? They're still blaming aspects of their of a woman's behavior. Hmm? And it's the Jap who said the exact same thing when black women get these degrees, reach higher levels of education, and still can't find a mate. Why all this is starting to happen. Donovan Sharp has said the exact same thing. Others have also doing the same thing. What are they telling you that you're not listening to? You're not hearing it. Rolo Tomasi said in the first chapters of the first book, in the first volume of the rational male, then women want to become just like men. Are you ready for the game? Here is the truth. And this is not a game anymore. Every woman in the past 20 to 20, 20 to 25 years. And as of late, in the late 2010s, who have worked in the media, entertainment world, in the video game world, in all of the other particular entities and groups, they're dealing with business 
and all the rest of it that are within the millennial generation that are early Gen Zers getting into the business world, they're nothing more than female to male, transgender males. Our generation, nearly 60% of millennial women, almost a good smattering of Gen Z women, and the generations that will come after ours and Gen Zers will all be in one sense or the other, they are all that. That's why men are having difficulties. Now, I am going to make this real clear and make this as sensible as possible. That does not excuse men's game. That does not excuse uh, behaviors that men do today. That does not excuse it. It makes it even worse in that particular sense. If you really think about it, about how we behave towards women and all the rest of it, that does not excuse those behaviors. But in the end of the analysis, in the way that our social order is being set up, they have transformed, especially in the African-American community, a lot of these females have been transformed, transmogrified. There's a difference into a FTM transgendered male. They have basically given up everything that is considered femininity as it has been seen throughout human history. But here is the most fucked up part about it. And I think people need to recognize it for what it is. And that's why this is some very dark shit that we have to go through. And it is really the darkest shit. I will even say outside of the actual dark shit, but this is just as bad. It is my assertion through some of the friends that I know that even the actual FTM transgenders still want masculine energy surrounding them. They want to have sex with straight men. This is the, the uh, it, it's all facts. I'm sorry to tell you this. Even those that have taken the hormones for day, they want to have sex or have already had sex or have children already with straight men. They've already have done so. So think about this real deeply, folks. 
Think about it. You have 60% of millennial females who are basically FTM transgenders. Whether they act in the sense of they look female, they took their female, but their actions and their behaviors are not female. They may not look, they may not have the same looks and all the rest of it, but they said they defend feminism and all the rest of it. They just put out a masculinized energy for men who are seeking femininity are just absolutely put off from. You cannot ask a man who has been told to emote like a female, talk in female terms, assets sets through the way a female asset sets because we have said the same things here. We have said the same things. Women, if you are not fucking that woman, you are basically the woman's girlfriend, as in they see you as a girl. But you have to understand that these are F- you have to understand that I just said that they're FTM transgendered males. You understand what I'm saying? So they don't even see you as men, they see you as women, which means they want control of you. One and two, they don't even see you as human. They don't see you as human. That's our generation and the generation to come and the generation after us and the generations to come. That's what they're being taught. And you have to understand how absolutely dark this truly is because there are actual people who have the actual women who have taken testosterone to make themselves FTM. They have caught off their breast. They're given new names because they want to masculinize themselves because they feel as though being a woman and all the rest of these things are not there, but they're still trying to get with bi men, gay men, and straight men. They still trying. Which means our society has made women absolutely bonkers. They have made them absolutely bonkers. Our society has done a number on them. They pushed them up. They told them they can have it all. And then when some at 16 years old realize they can't initiate a man into society, they start hating themselves and hating their sex and hating the way they look and throughout the ways they're being treated in the family or whatnot. They said, we don't, I don't want this. 
I see what women do. I see this, that, and the other. I want to turn myself into something else. I can't stand my mother, all the rest of it. You understand? Similar things happen. I'm not saying people are... I'm not saying that there cannot be an issue with somebody that has these particular issues with being in the wrong body. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm not even saying there can be genetically, there genetic, there genetic issues in certain people. I've seen it. I know one who's a my who already has that type of issue. So I know it's for real. It's very rare, but it's for real. Outside of all that. This society has put trapdoors on men and they use women on the levers. But they don't realize that the women on the levers also have trapdoors for them. And the more they keep using those levers, one day a lever is for them and they fall through the cracks too. And then they start complaining and howling and all the rest of it. I don't have children. I don't have this. My children don't have the resources to survive. All the rest of these things, I need to get some beta male who I never even gave a fuck for when he was 25 years old and to start a family now that he got a little bit of money for me. I hate to tell you this, folks. I hate to say these things. We know what women supposed to look like. We men know. We know how they supposed to act like. We know how they supposed to behave. Con uh, subconsciously and unconsciously. The reason why we have so much difficulty all over the place with our sexuality all the day is because our society has decided that we are non-entities. The Western society has made a man a non-entity, especially an African-American male who was the first test subject on how to get a man to become a non-entity in the place of his birth. He did it one time, and now he's spreading it all. And now they're spreading it all over the planet. He figured it out how to do it one time. People are just playing games in semantics with, oh, we need monarchy. We need this. We need all these other things and whatnot. You folks aren't smart enough and aren't brave enough to say the things that I have to say. You're not smart. A lot of you motherfuckers think that I just wrote this down. This thing has been, been planned for years, folks. I'm going to tell you another thing that's going to make you really pissed off. You're going to get real pissed off now. See, a lot of you beta males out there, some of you, and I do mean some, some of you, 
because they have denied your sexual urges, your ideas of what men should be, what we should continue online as men, that there is a thing called having children with women, that you know that you have did it, that we need this need to solve our reproductive problem. And these societies deny it for whatever reason, feminism, sexism, what have you. Knowing this, you simp for all the motherfucking bullshit that you simp for. But there are just some of you who have absolutely no game. None. There is just some of you who just don't understand what we talk about and understand what we're going through that you will defend women at all times and in all ways and in all forms. Can I explain something to all of y'all and just to be fair to some of you and why you keep getting frustrated and all the rest of these things and you refuse to change and you refuse to accept all these things and whatnot. Could it be that a lot of you folks a lot of these beta males that do this particular shit would have been way better off as gay men. Could it have been in that aspect they could have been better off as bottoms? I mean that wholeheartedly because this shit is very dark. It takes a lot. It takes a man to get through all this shit and realize that women are not fully in, at fault for the problems that they see in society. There are a lot of faults to be placed on women, sure, but there are women out there that actually get the know what the fuck is going on and willing to uh, and willing to make themselves better as a people, as a woman, to make themselves more feminine, nice to others, to treat men with respect. The God-given respect they are given, but there are just some men who just will never understand it. And I need to say this to be quite honest with you. Could it be that 50% of these men out there that continue to defend women and all the rest of it are pretty much at the point where they are women themselves mentally? Could it be that the only way they can ever experience sex is through bottoming? Could it be that they can, they're just power bottoms, embarrassed power bottoms? Could it just be that? Because I hate to tell motherfuckers this, okay? I, I really do mean this. You may have a mustache. You may have nice hair. You may act like a dude. You may do this and all the rest of these things, but you defend women way too much to even could be considered to be human beings. You made you deify them into the ultimate degree, almost to the point where you would be a willing victim to another man's dick. You would be glad to have another man's dick in you, pretty much. You're pretty much moist. And I say this with all due respect, and I did, you are not willing to put women down their pedestal. You are not willing to 
say that women are not what they say they are. You are not willing to stop deifying women. You're not willing to do all this. So the question remains, I don't know if it is you or me, but look, I'm gonna make this clear. I have to stop blaming LGBT. I can't keep blaming them for everything. I can't. Because in the end of your analysis is that we will always have eunuchs. We will always have these particular problems with people who, who, who not problems per se, but we always have that will have that will that will have a different view of sexuality. How is men going to go forward in the, we cannot necessarily go backward to the 1950s. This shit is here. It is going to stay in a certain form. How do we figure out ways of trying to get certain men out of the game of trying to find a mate because they won't be successful no matter how much they try? We don't want to see them commit suicide. It's me as a Catholic. I don't want to see them commit sin. But we have to be realistic. The longer they keep simping, the more they become more feminized. And the fact that it is, is that the unfortunate truth is that it's better off for some beta men to, in order to prevent this whole thing with single motherhood and whatnot, it may be better for them to just bottom for the rest of their lives. I'm sorry. I'm really fucking sorry. It's just better for them to bottom. I don't know what to tell you. They're not willing to do the things they need to do in order to become better men. And I really think you can't save the dead. Then move them on to a place where they can at least have competent lives. I'm, I'm here to tell y'all motherfuckers, right? We don't have sex anymore to procreate children. Some of us want to. A lot of men want to. Almost all men want to. Do they deserve it, though? The women have already decided to go with the elites of the world. And the elites of the world are providing them the type of men they want to have. They, you already lost the majority of our generation's, generation's women. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And there's nothing that can, anybody can do to solve that particular problem. So it's better off for them to be bottoms. I'm not saying this because I said LGBT. I'm saying it because we cannot continue to have men continue to disgrace themselves to marry these women with four children from from four different fathers. We cannot continue this. We cannot. 
I don't want to be. That's not what we're, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. It's, it is a moment in a point in a person's life that he knows he can't get the education. He knows that he doesn't have the education to go over the world. He knows that he has no other place else he can have a day. He knows that the only place he can work are the certain places that tell him to work. He knows that he's getting attacked. He knows this than the other thing. He's trying to date. He can't find the woman that he wants to date. And the best of his generation are just not there. They can spin it all that we need a woman to compliment each other. That you need to find a woman to compliment each other. It has reached a point where y'all motherfuckers are going to go through the trash bin to find pussy that you have put on a pedestal for decades that refused to even give you no opportunities. Now you're at a certain age that you're rifling through what everybody else has gone through. At that particular point, the game's over, bruh. I'm sorry to say that. This is Kevin Samuel's time now. You motherfuckers need to stop. You're not willing to put the 10,000 in order to have the transactional sets you need to be with a female at these particular days. You need to become a bottom. I'm sorry to tell motherfuckers this. I'm not here. This is not in support of LGBT. I'm just saying this is the bullshit y'all now accept. Because y'all motherfuckers can't even, don't know how to even be alone for the rest of your fucking lives. You're not even willing. You don't even have the techniques to do so. You don't. So you come in here and you going to 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 um to Sarian. You're going to Champ. You're going to Tomasi. All these others. You still don't get it. You're still in purple pill. You're still in the bullshit. Folks, it's over. You still being. Blackpilled. At a certain point, you just gotta say, nah. Either I'll be alone, or knowing that this person is sexualized and knowing that he can't, he's gotta release his sexuality somehow, and he can't do it through masturbation forever. I'm just letting, I'm, this is the game, folks. I'm sorry to tell you this. That doesn't mean acceptance or what have you. It is what it is. I don't know what else I can tell you. Everybody makes a mistake about true androgyne. Androgyne, as it were. It's a spiritual concept. Whether the spiritual concept is true or not, let's just say it's there. Basically, let's keep it in keep it a hundred. Dancing is a feminine act. There's cooking is a feminine act. Sewing is a feminine act. There are certain acts that are feminized. 
You see it in other languages, they gave it feminine pronouns. In different countries, it's different pronouns for domestication and all the rest of it. Nobody has to destroy what God gave them in order to transition into what a different sex does in domestic life. Nobody has to do that. Some do it because they feel as though they don't have the right bodies. That's an adult decision. But true androgyny is to understand those concepts that women and men do and see what they do and not interfere in their lives. In one sense, true androgyny comes from negation and addition. The true androgyny in many forms is when men and women unite, one being a complement to each other, not equal complement to each other. Major difference. When true femininity and true masculinity can work in tandem, that is the nature of the rebus. That is the nature of true androgyny. That's the thing that Jung talked about, which, you know, Michael, uh, uh, to Tomasi doesn't really dis doesn't really like him. He more in the Freud side of things. But in one aspect, that is the chemical wedding. Y'all not ready for that. Y'all just play games. And women, because of the way society is and the way they play their games, they allow those that are transgender women to come and fill the void that they are supposed to fill as compliments to men's lives. That's basically it. That's why the transgendered woman from the South can have a Mercedes AMD while the other with that messy picture reminiscent from the New Yorker magazine still drives a Toyota Camry. I don't know what to tell y'all. But that is the reality that we now face. How do we move forward with all of this information, with all of this happening now? Whether you think it's disgusting and all the rest of it, the traditional conservatives placed us in this situation. They didn't fight for their children. They didn't even care about their children. They cared about a concept of abortion, but don't want to deal with the reality of it and it scares the shit out of them the turfs wanted to play both sides of the game about masculinity what masculinity should be and what it isn't 
but they got played by the transgenders be precisely because they were they hated men. The turfs hated men from the 1970s onward and had to get gay men to convince the transgenders not to go into their space. You understand? You have to ask a gay man to stop a transgender to stop going into their space because you refuse to take the space that you were supposed to be compliments on of another man. And this was at the time when they were trying to use masculinity as macho macho man and at the same time they're using femininity in feminine power structures right after the great society, the sexual revolution and birth control for everyone starting in 1965. I just want y'all to know how dark all of this is. We must move forward. We cannot move backward. And the shit that we're going to see in the future, a lot of you traditional conservatives are gonna start committing suicide because you cannot take it, but you're gonna have to. You're going to have to so you can build up the Ways of how you're going to survive. Because what they plan to do is not pretty. You'll hear about that in part four. But I just mentioned that letter. Rantings of a crazy person. But those rantings may have more truth than you can possibly imagine. Thank you for listening to Teachable Moments 30. Teachable Moments 31 deals with anime. So if you're an anime fan, you can listen to that. And we'll tell you the other side of what women do in order to destroy men's spaces and other particular things as well. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Overcast, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Novin Hollaback. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week for part four of the Beyond This Earth specials. Religion and positive masculinity. We'll see you guys next week.